Welcome to the Forgiven Once for All podcast. My name is Shannon Lee, and I will be your host today. Today we're going to be looking at the cross. We're going to be examining the final moments of Jesus' life. We're going to be looking at the events that took place as he died, his last words, and what the cross truly means for us today. When we think of the cross, we tend to only think about the death of Jesus. But many other things were broken and died that day. Let's read in Matthew 27, 48-54. Immediately one of them ran and got a sponge. He filled it with wine vinegar, put it on a staff, and offered it to Jesus to drink. The rest said, Now leave him alone. Let's see if Elijah comes to save him. And when Jesus had cried out again, in a loud voice he gave up his spirit. And at that moment, the curtain of the temple was torn in two from the top to the bottom. And the earth shook, and the rocks split, and the tombs broke open. The bodies of many holy people who had died were raised to life. They came out of the tombs after Jesus' resurrection and went into the holy city and appeared to many people. And when the centurion and those with him who were guarding Jesus saw the earthquake and all that had happened, they were terrified and exclaimed, Surely he was the Son of God. John 19.30 says, And when he had received the drink, Jesus said, It is finished. With that, he bowed his head and gave up his spirit. So here we have two accounts of the death of Jesus on the cross. One from Matthew's perspective and one from the eyes of John. And when he died, the veil of the temple was torn from the top to the bottom. The earth shook. Luke says the sky turned black for three hours. And we see here that the graves of many saints were opened up and they were raised to life. I like how the Wizardby commentary describes what happened. He says, The earthquake reminds us of what happened at Mount Sinai when God gave the law to Moses. That was in Exodus 19.16. The earthquake at Calvary signified that the demands of the law had been met and the curse of the law forever abolished. Hebrews 12.18-24 The torn veil indicates that he conquered sin. The earthquake suggests that he conquered the law and fulfilled it. And the resurrections prove that he defeated death. Could you imagine being there that day, like the Roman soldier? Could you imagine what he thought? He watched many people die. But he never seen a righteous man die. When Jesus died, he died blameless. He was the lamb without spot or blemish. He was the perfect sacrifice. He died once 
and forgave our sins, all of them, with his death. And with his resurrection, new life comes forth. We have a new covenant. We have a new way of accessing God. The law was fulfilled. And by resurrection power, we have life. We no longer are under condemnation or guilt. We no longer have to sacrifice and and innocence no longer has to die for our sin. But it already took place. It did once. This is what the finished work means. Jesus paid the price for our sin once for all. Romans 6, 8-11 says, Now if we died with Christ, we believe that we also will live with him. For we know that since Christ was raised from the dead, he cannot die again. Death no longer has mastery over him. The death he died, he died to sin once for all. But the life he lives, he lives to God. In the same way, count yourselves dead to sin, but alive to God in Christ Jesus. So here, the scripture tells us that we should count ourselves dead to sin. Why do we beat ourselves up over our sin every day? Why do we feel condemnation and guilt when we are dead to sin? Because of the work of the cross. Jesus conquered the sin and the devil that day. In Hebrews 2 through 14, we see that he conquered the power of death and the devil, that we're no longer slaves to fear and death. See, this is how God wants us to live. He doesn't want us to live under fear and condemnation, but we should live under joy and newness of life. The weight of of our guilt is lifted, and we should be living lives thankful and burden-free. Jesus opened the way for everyone to have personal access with God. That's what the veil meant. When it tore from top to bottom, it wasn't so much for letting man in, but it was to let God out. He was no longer hidden behind in the Holy of Holies. He was no longer kept in a box, but God was out and free to live in the hearts of you and I. Just as it was in the Garden of Eden, now God can live in the hearts and be with his creation. This was what Jesus looked forward to. This is what drove him and kept him on the cross. This was his motivation because he knew that if he paid the price for sin, that the power of sin would be broken and we could live with him and with God forever. The Holy Spirit could live in our hearts. Hebrews 4, 14 through 16 It says, therefore, since we have a great high priest who has ascended into heaven, Jesus, the Son of God, let us hold firmly to the faith we profess. 
for we do not have a high priest who is unable to empathize with our weakness, but we have one who has been tempted in every way, just as we were. Yet he did not sin. Yet let us approach God's throne of grace with confidence, so that we may receive mercy and find grace to help us in our time of need. Jesus fulfilled the law. Jesus gave us mercy. Now we can access God's throne of grace. The Bible says with confidence, not with fear and trembling, not with looking for judgment, but with confidence. Jesus fulfilled the law. It now has no more power over the Christian. The earth trembled at the giving of the law at the day of Moses, and it trembled at the cross when Jesus broke its power. The Bible says in Romans 6.14 that sins shall no longer be your master because you are not under the law, but under grace. Isn't that a wonderful thing? We are no longer held to the law, a law that we could not fulfill. It was a standard that we could not reach. And that was the point of the law, was to show us sin. And then Jesus came and paid the price for that sin. We see that the cross, that the power of sin and the law were broken. We see that death and hell were defeated. The barrier that separated God and man was destroyed. The old covenant passed away, and we are under a new covenant, a new agreement, a new promise, a promise of grace. That's why it's called amazing grace. And when Jesus rose from the grave, it changed everything. We have resurrection life. We have the Holy Spirit living within us. We have new life. We are forgiven once and for all. I hope you enjoyed today's podcast. Remember that God is madly in love with you. If you liked what you heard, come visit us on the web at ForgivenOnceForAll.com or check us out on Facebook at Forgiven Once For All. Thank you for letting me talk to you today. Until next time.